Hello and welcome to Friday Formula, a weekly motorsport podcast where this week we're stepping away from the steering wheels and behind the lecterns as uh, myself, Will Longman, and as always, Owen Bellwood, prepare to deliver our motorsport TED Talks. Yep, this week we are picking the big subjects in Formula One, motorsport, driving, racing in general, and talking you through some of the big ideas that we have that we want to change about the world of racing. So, without further ado, it's time to kick off with the one and only... Owen Bellwood, over to you, Owen. So the Olympics returned in 2021 and they came a year later than they were supposed to as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Across two weeks in the summer, sporting prowess was celebrated as medals were handed out in a multitude of disciplines across athletics, cycling, water sports, swimming, everything like that. But there was one sporting area that was notably missing and that was motorsport. Now, motorsport dates back to 1894 and now takes on hundreds of geysers. And like the Olympics, each sector of the motorsport world tests a different driving ability. And I think now is the perfect time to celebrate motorsport in the pinnacle of sporting achievements. With that in mind, I began to wonder if there was a way that we could cherry pick the best aspects from a different range of racing series to craft one event that would really celebrate driver skill and i was thinking could motorsport take a leaf out of the olympic playbook and run triathlons pentathlons or even heptathlons one day now i know the triple crown is something that we talk about quite a lot uh, in the world of motor racing Uh, it's the illustrious title that's awarded to any driver who can win the monaco grand prix the 24 hours of le mans and the indy 500 But at the minute, Graham Hill is the only driver to have won that title. So there must now be a better way to showcase motorsport prowess. I think in an ideal world, we'd need three different disciplines to demonstrate driving talent. Different sports could highlight pace, agility or artistry behind the wheel. And that is why I've come up with the motorsport triathlon, which I'd like to pitch to the Olympic Organising Committee. For this event, the on-track action would kick off with a showcase of speed. Um, I'd like to see some of the world's best drivers come together and tackle a layout probably similar to the outer track at Bahrain that we saw on the F1 calendar last year. Uh, Because this is all about driver skill and not the technology and the machinery that they're each provided, I'm going to put everyone into Mercedes 2020 Formula One Championship winning W11 And that's actually the car that Bottas set a record-breaking lap time in at the Bahrain Outer Circuit last year. Because this is kind of going to be all about speed and making this a quick event for everyone, we're going to follow a Formula E format and do 45 minutes plus a lap. And after we've got a winner of that, drivers would then jump out of their Formula 1 cars and into the Odyssey 21. Now this is the car that's featured in all-electric off-road series Extreme E. And with this, I'd like to see them all take on a desert rally stage. So we're sticking with this kind of Bahrain environment. I've always admired uh, the control that rally drivers have when they traverse gravel, sand and snow throughout the WRC season. I think the fine balance um, between power and steering as they glide across loose surface is nothing short of uh, something like a ballet on wheels. So I'm kind of 
envisaging this as the car equivalent of gymnastics. Once they've all completed the rally stage, the drivers will then switch into the third and final vehicle, which I think should be a custom drift machine that each driver will have free reign to design. The drift racing heat, I'd really like that to test drivers' abilities to stun on track, as well as their artistry when it comes to crafting the car. I think it'd be really important for each driver to put their own little signature on the livery in their drift cars and also um, potentially have the ability to tweak its performance a little bit so that it kind of plays on their strength. So this is the only event in the series where we won't have standardised cars across everyone. But those will be the three events that I would uh, would feature in this motorsport triathlon just to kind of cover most bases and most skills that you need to have behind the wheel. So just imagine if we could run an event like this with each race taking place in the grounds of the same circuit. It'd be a chance to physically stay in the same spot but the challenges would transport all of our drivers miles out of their comfort zone regardless of the background that they come from. It would really be a great way to test their mettle. I don't think this would be something to rival the annual race of champions competition which pitches uh, some of the best drivers against each other in different challenges. This is something that I would want to be an Olympic sport where each country would field their best drivers once every four years. Scoring for the event would follow a similar format to this year's climbing contest where you'd be given points depending on where you finished and these would be multiplied by each other and that would give us a chance for all of the drivers to show what they're made of, where they excel and maybe which areas they have a slight struggle with. I'm sure this is a pitch that the Olympic Committee would love to hear so let's see what we can rustle up in time for Paris 2024. I like this idea a lot because I know we've spoken about it quite a few times. The idea that the fastest drivers in the world are all in Formula One is just not necessarily true. Like if you put them in a rally car, what are they going to do? I mean, you know, Kimi Raikkonen's done rallying a NASCAR and hasn't won either of those events. So I like the idea um, of a bit like Race of Champions, but on a more authentic level. Race of Champions is a bit gimmicky, whereas this would actually find out who can drive anything the quickest um i like the idea as well you've used bahrain a lot in the examples but like with france maybe like you do an endurance race at le mans because that's a french driving style um or a nascar race or an indie race when it's in the u.s in a few years time because that's the american style so you could adapt it for the different for the different races one thing that i i think we've talked about this before I want. I I would ask you to add. Let's add two wheels into the mix. Let's put them on a MotoGP bike and have a race that way. And then it's not necessarily just about driving, but anything with an engine that would be quite fun. Would you Would you be willing to let some MotoGP riders maybe try their hand behind the wheel? Yeah, like you said about mixing it up with each country, depending on where we are for the Olympics. That's often seen in the genuine olympics when we travel to different places they are allowed to introduce their own sports put their own twists on the opening ceremony have different style venues and things so that's definitely something that would be good to look at like with endurance racing in france when we go there or indycar in america a few years down the line so i'd definitely be eager 
for that to be an element of the the fictitious motorsport triathlon. I'm not 100% sure if I would stretch it to other modes of transport. I don't think one day we'd have it where there is a round on a bike, a round on a boat and a round in a car. I think for its for its inaugural edition we'll stick to just cars, but definitely there are so many different facets of motorsport that would be great to involve in this one sport at some point. I think we've just got to prove that the idea works first and then we'll build on it from there. But I'm intrigued, Will, what uh, what subject have you chosen to talk about this time? Um, let's listen to your TED Talk. The time has come to fix Formula One. Ross Braun can fiddle with the aerodynamics and the cars and all the little fiddly bits as much as he wants. But we need big changes, real changes, the kind of changes that will shake the sport to its core. So without further ado, here are my five big ideas for Formula One in 2025. The first is that pit crews shrink. We've done the sub two second pit stop and we'll never get quicker, especially with measures in to slow them down. So let's add a little bit of jeopardy. Rather than 22 strong pit crews, let's take it down to six or eight, a bit like you have in NASCAR or IndyCar. First, this means that teams can start leaving more staff at home instead of insisting they're away for at least half the year. That's important in itself, but it can actually have an effect on the racing. Let's make the pit stop really count. Remove the mandatory pit stop. Let the drivers use whatever tyre they want for as long as they want to use it. Too many races have been ruined by cars unable to utilise a certain compound because the cars can't switch the medium on. So let's make the strategy actually up in the air and rather than having predicted pit stop windows, let the teams just run with it. Can George go long and do a whole race on one set of hards but Lewis catch up if he does a race on three sets of softs with two pit stops in between? Let's find out. The second shake-up is to the teams. The latest team to join Formula One was Haas, and it's a privateer that's actually stuck around, unlike the countless teams that tried to join F1 for good in the past decade. There are murmurs of the VW Group and Porsche joining F1 in an engine capacity when the new regs come out in around 2025, but we haven't had a new team on the grid in quite a few years. But in my opinion, there are already two competitive racing teams that could and should make the jump. And with the budget caps coming in from next year, with the right investment, it might just work. Let's get Carlin and Prima onto the Formula One grid. They have established racing pedigree and have raised the likes of Lando Norris and Charles Leclerc through the ranks into the races that we know today. In fact, more than half the current Formula One grid has raced in a Carlin or Prima car on the way to F1, at least 12 of the drivers. Whereas we're seeing talent like Callum Eilat and possibly Oscar Piastri go a year without racing and fall by the wayside, this would give them an opportunity to continue that journey and introduce two strong motorsport brands to the grid. Sure, they might not be fast, but that hasn't stopped Haas over the last five years. We move on to qualifying. 
three-part quali is fine and it's been tried to be fixed with knockout qualifying that failed spectacularly and sprint quality can be okay too by the looks of it there are several ways we could fix it but let's add something else into the mix one shot quality in my opinion it's necessary especially for tracks like monza and monaco because a we can just eliminate the issue of traffic and b qualifying should not be about who can get the best toe that's what the race is for. So my idea is to bring back aggregate qualifying, but do it properly. Here's the idea. Each driver gets two laps. We start with the championship leader and work our way down the grid. And each car is released for their outlap as the car before them starts their flying lap. So you always have two, maybe sometimes three cars on the track. No traffic. Fine. They go once. All 20 drivers and then you do it again in reverse order. So once you do lap 20, that driver does the next lap and then the 19th, 18th, 17th and so on. That means that it's like aggregate qualifying, but track evolution is neutralized because you have the fastest car going first and last. You take pole position by the fastest driver once you add those two times together. It's perfect. We get to focus on every driver individually for an entire lap, no interruptions, no traffic more pressure to perform, less margin for error, higher stakes, better entertainment. Qualifying fixed. The next one, which I think is a stroke of genius. Let drivers on the same team talk to each other. Unfiltered radio access that the teams cannot restrict. Because why not? Teammate in front of you too slow? Let him know about it. Teammate crashed into you? Let him have it. F1 can be too friendly and too PR-centric sometimes. Let's have some fun. Let's get some personalities in. Can you imagine what the team radio between Seb and Charles might have been in Brazil 2019? Or even last week with Lance and Seb? Let's find out how well these guys really get on. And finally, it's time. The calendar is jammed as it is. And if you want that many races, let's do mid week races let's do two day weeks at circuits close to each other this year we have qatar saudi and abu dhabi which could easily be a two week affair if the teams moved saudi arabia which is already a night race to the european evening a bit like a champions league football match a uk 7 p.m lights out prime time would be 9 p.m in saudi arabia so not too late and 2 p.m in the united states Sure, it's a bit of afternoon viewing, maybe working from home if you're in the US, but still, it's on telly at a reasonable time and the viewing potential is huge. It would be a new spectacle and it would help the hundreds of team members out too with just one less week on the road. I realise that most people attend an F1 on a weekend because, well, it's a weekend, but that hasn't stopped football selling out stadiums for midweek matches. Even cricket has had huge success in the UK with the 100 earlier this summer. So screw the traditionalists, let's get it done. And there it is. That is my five-minute vision for F1 in 2025. A Prima driver taking pole position in aggregate qualifying, then winning on a Thursday night thanks to a well-executed 12-second pit stop and an argument over the radio with his teammate. Tell me what doesn't sound great about that. You do make some excellent points there, Will. I think we've talked at length 
both on the show and off the show about the changes that we'd like to see made to Formula One, uh, specifically qualifying. We've touched on that quite a lot. And I agree with quite a lot of your points. I think there is demand for new teams on the grid. We've got so many drivers missing out on seats at the moment that just one or two extra spaces would really make a difference. The midweek races argument is one that you've made to me quite a lot. Um, I do think it would be an interesting trial to run. Formula One have found that moving qualifying to Friday nights has proven really popular with TV audiences. I don't know if it would have quite the same impact on a Tuesday or Wednesday, especially when you think of the time differences that you might have to places like Australia and New Zealand, where Formula One is still a really big deal. But it is definitely something that I would be very eager to see the sport try in the future. So that's it. That's our two TED Talks that we've put together over the past few days. What did you think? Would you like to see a motorsport triathlon in the Olympics one day? Or do you agree with some of Will's pointers about mixing up strategy, tyre choices, radio communications and midweek races in Formula One? We would love to hear your thoughts on both of our discussions. Uh, You can reach out to the show on Twitter at Friday Formula to let us know what you thought and what other kind of changes you would like to see in the world of motorsport. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. All that's left to say is thank you so much for listening. Have a lovely weekend.